Hello and welcome to WTCW's The Department Number Two Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to the Western theater in the Civil War. My name is Derek Lindo and I am one of your hosts. Hey folks, and I'm Daryl Smith and I'm your other host. So um, Derek, this is our introductory episode. We're going to discuss a little bit about what this podcast is all about and let you meet, let the let the listeners meet who both you and I, right? Um, the hosts. So what is WTC and what can listeners expect to hear on the department number two podcast? Daryl, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> so <laughs> WTCW is uh, the Western Theater and Civil War. And back in the summer of 2020, uh, I asked you to partner along with me in creating this website to bring a little bit more to the Western Theater. And uh, we have grown a little bit since 2020, I'd say. So, um, you know, one of the things that we're wanting to do here is just bring more attention to the Western Theater. Uh, because I think a lot of people have a hunger for that. And in these three and a half years, almost four years, uh, yeah. we are nearing on the website close to 300 blog posts. We've hosted several events, uh, including the annual symposium on the field at Perryville, which this year we're looking for uh, our third annual, looks like. Third, yeah. And uh, the Department Number 2 podcast, which is this right here that you're listening to. Uh, and we think that, you know, this will help expand awareness to the Western theater, uh, bring more light to the people, the battles, anything that really has anything to do with it. And so far, we've got a lot of episodes planned. Uh, we've recorded a few of them already. Um, and so for in the future, uh, people can expect to hear some things on some of the new books that are coming out on the Western theater. Um, we're going to talk to a lot of National Park Service rangers uh, and really whatever expert we can find uh, on several of these topics, because one thing that we've talked about before is that th there's, there's going to be an infinite number of topics we feel like that we can discuss in some detail here. So, um, you know, we've got a lot of stuff planned and uh, we're ready to get this thing rolling. Yeah, absolutely. I, you, you alluded to the symposium. I'll just jump in there now. It will be our third annual one. We have had some stellar weather for one thing. That's, that's always yes. been a blessing. I think the first year we had 40 or 45 attendees and then last year we i don't know 55 or 60 or something like yeah, that i think so yeah pretty yeah. good pretty well attended we of course we had you know uh, folks like yourself me dan masters we, we've had uh stuart sanders we've had of course the incomparable taylor bishop that's right involved um and so um, you know, we're, we're looking forward to, to year number three. We're looking forward to continue to grow it. Just want to throw something out to everybody. It's free. That's and right. I know, Derek, I think somebody told you once, or you may have overheard somebody about how they would have thought they would have paid a few hundred bucks for a symposium. Yeah, yeah someone told me directly. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, just to give the, the listeners a little bit of a insight there, it is deep dives. We, we pick specific topics and then we deep dive into those specific topics. You know, last year we would we, we cover Terrell's Brigade, Starkweather's, not Starkweather, sorry, uh, Webster's Brigade, town fighting on August, October the 8th. Uh, yep, Clayburn. You handled, you handled Clayburn yep. or Clayborn, Clayburn, however Clayborn. you want to say it. Uh, <laughs> you did that on Sunday. I mean, well, of course, let's not forget too the, the Friends of Perryville Battlefield who are are stellar partners and we literally could not do this without them right. um they have they take care of the paperwork aspect i won't mm -hmm. get into all that legal ramification and then they host a really just wonderful 
uh, event at the Bottom House on Saturday uh, afternoon, evening. And so uh, it's just a really great time. So highly encourage everybody to come and, and join us there again. We'll be doing Friday afternoon, all day Saturday, and then Sunday morning again. Yep. I think the dates, I can't remember what we even said, if we've even really said that yet. Is it October 18th through 20th or 25th? I think so. 27th? Yeah, I think 18th. that's the weekend we were looking at. Yeah. Yeah. 18th and through 20th. Yeah. yeah and, and I do want to add that, you know, on that, that Saturday night when you're at the bottom house, <laughs> getting to listen to Stuart Sanders discuss the aftermath of the Battle of Perryville on one of the locations where some of the most horrific aftermath occurred uh, yeah. is it, it's, it's pretty amazing. And yeah. um, I encourage anyone who is able to come to this thing this year to definitely make plans to do so. Yeah. And just don't eat the we the beans and weenies. That's, I would just stay away from that. Yeah. Uh, something pork. about pork yeah. prices and yeah, well, I won't give too much away for those. <laughs> got of you a good deal on it though. I got a good deal well, on the pork. You know, good deal. Good deal. They're giving pork. it away. Uh, yeah. I would, if you haven't read Stewart's book on the aftermath of Perryville, you need to buy that book. I, I you know, it's, it's one of those kind of must haves mm -hmm. and I don't think folks realize that, but it, you, you can take that book and apply the stories there to any battlefield right. uh, in the Western theater. It's the aftermath and the impact. And I, mm -hmm. and of course, Stewart's a fantastic gentleman and writer. Um, he's not even Great paying figure. you to say that, which, yeah. you know, I'm, I, that we're, we're losing an opportunity we'll, there. We'll send him a bill. We'll yeah, right, right. Maybe he'll be one of our our sponsors, right? Brought to you guys. <laughs> so, yeah, just some good stuff there. Um, and by the way, Stuart will be on the show eventually. Uh, he's got a new book out and uh, can't wait to talk to people about that because it's it's pretty cool. And yeah. it's got a, another Western, uh, sorry, not Western Kentucky, uh, Western Theater Connection, uh, a man from Kentucky and one that we've talked a little bit about yeah, uh, when we did our Battle of Richmond tour, so it's absolutely it's pretty yeah. cool. Leonidas Metcalf, so uh -huh. awesome stuff there. Yeah, good stuff. All right, let's see. So, um, well, you've lined up some Rangers. You want to tease us a little bit, like or, or, or some of the people that are coming up. I think we've got like a three part three part episode coming up, right? Yeah. Uh, so the the first few bits that everyone's going to get to listen to here is it's going to be a Stones River connection um, with uh, Dan Masters and. <laughs> Let me just say that the amount of material that we have talked about is a lot, and it's just in the, under four hours. Um, <laughs> and we, so we obviously divided that up into several episodes, but we didn't even come close to talking about as much as we could talk about on the Battle of Stones River in the campaign. So I, I think everyone is going to love listening to, to Dan, uh, his new book that's going to be coming out this year on the Battle of Stones River, which will probably be the definitive account. Um, and At least from the soldier stories perspective, right. I, mean, I think that's what he's really focused on is those first person accounts. And then, you know, kind of going from that aspect, I think it's going to be definitive from there. Yes, for sure. Yeah. And uh, we, we've got a lot of cool stuff lined up. So it's, um, you know, podcasting is new for us, both of us. And yeah. so it's, it's been a, been a journey of learning as we go and so i think we're starting to iron out a lot of the little bumps that we've had and uh i think we'll start getting things moving a little smoother from here on out <laughs> yeah okay. we've, we've had some technical difficulties i think <laughs> yeah, using so, different formats and and yeah. whatnot and yeah yeah especially yeah. with right. yeah technology's been the thing so but i, I think it's I think learning it curve yeah yep learning curve good stuff. so daryl i think we can both agree that everyone could use a little more Western theater 
in their lives. I mean, I know <laughs> I can. Uh, so let's, um, before we start talking about a little bit more about the Western Theater, let's let's just introduce ourselves so that everybody knows who these two people are that are going to be talking and uh, kind of get to know us a little bit because I think a lot of our listeners probably know our names from the group. Uh, you know, they've heard us or seen us, I guess, uh, type away. Uh, they've uh, maybe listened to us at some of the tours and events, but uh, mm-hmm. let's just kind of introduce ourselves so they can get to know us a little bit. So, Daryl, tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, um, live in Cincinnati, but I was born and raised in the county north of Cincinnati, so Butler County, Ohio, uh, home to several different regiments from the Civil War. But that's not really even what sparked my interest. Um, I'll get that in a second. But um, so I live in Cincinnati uh, here with my wonderful wife, Jennifer, who is definitely more talented than I will ever be. Um, I can relate. Work. Um, I'm a call center, call contact center manager for a um, local uh, financial institution credit union here in Cincinnati, greater Cincinnati. Uh, you know, background has been, you know, 40 years of either well, I don't want to say 40 years. That's not, that might be a little stretch. A lot of years of either restaurant management or call center management of one form or another. Uh, so that's what I do. I, I put out fires. I try to solve issues, progress, process improvements, that sort of thing. Um, my father still is living, 90 years old. Um, and in a way, um, you know, he's the only reason. And I know we'll get into this in a little bit, but in a way, he's kind of responsible for me even getting into the whole history piece. And I'll explain that here in a little bit. So, um, but live in Cincinnati, like I said, so I'm, I'm, I guess, what am I, the token Yankee? Is that, is that what that makes me? <laughs> yeah, well, well the, yeah, let's just, I, I think Yankee. that works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so some of you may know, I mean, I do tours and talks. I have uh, kind of my own side business, uh, walkingwithhistory.com. And so I've, I've done several talks at roundtables and historical organizations. Of course, you know, and you and I have done some tours together, but I've also done just several mm-hmm. tours on my own. I focus on places like Augusta, Kentucky, Cynthiana, Perryville, Camp Wildcat. Uh, I even hosted an English couple from the UK uh, last year down at Fort Donaldson. So I had a That's blast cool. doing my first Fort Donaldson. It was interesting. Um, Mr. Tim Smith, thank you very much. I, I, I might have liberated some of his ideas from when he guided us there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was fantastic there. So that's what I kind of do on the side. I've got a few self-published um, titles. I'm most proud of the, um, the work that I did um, putting together the War Department, uh, the War Department tablets of Fort Donaldson National yeah. Battlefield. And I'm still working on that. I, you know, you, you, if you have a copy, thank you very much. But I'm still I'm, I'm working on what I'll call the definitive account. I'm going to try to bring in some more maps and a few other things mm-hmm. um, to kind of expand it. And then I want to say I'm done with that one and, and officially <laughs> put it away. Yep. You're in the process of or you've just finished a book. You know, you know how difficult it is just not to go back and constantly tinker. Right. Yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why I keep finding myself doing is tinkering a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. But uh, so, Derek, um, tell us about you. All right. So, like you said, uh, you know, you, you have a much better half. Uh, I do as well. Uh, my wife's name's Allie, and uh, I've got two boys, Ezra and Owen, and they uh, they keep us pretty busy. Um, I'm an eighth grade U.S. history teacher, and uh, I've been doing that for this is year number 14 now, I think. And Ooh, getting it, to be an old man. I know. I'm, I was thinking the other day, I, I've hit 
officially hit the halfway point of the of my career. So that's oh my goodness, that makes me feel a little bit old. But I'm not so old where I can't beat these kids up in basketball or uh, <laughs> flag football that we're about to have here in about a month or so. So we do a teacher versus student game every year, and mm. the students have never won. And uh, every year they're confident that they're going to be the team, and it it doesn't happen. So, uh, yeah, I'm not quite old enough to, to get beat by them yet, so uh, I feel a little young, I guess. Um, but, um, yeah, so I do that. I live in Owensboro, Kentucky, uh, right on the Ohio River. So I guess you can say I'm, I'm going to be the, the token Southerner here. And... Um, <laughs> Talk like the excited Southerner, if anybody gets that reference from some old albums from back in the 90s there. So uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, my Civil War background, I, I guess I got into it back when I was a kid. I mean, it's one of those things where I always loved history and you know, my, both of my grandfathers fostered that. And so did my parents. Um, you know, they, they, they saw that I had this big interest in the Civil War and they uh, I asked them if I, we could go to a reenactment that wasn't too far away, and we did down in Sacramento, and mm-hmm. uh, that it got me hooked. And ever since then, you know that it's that's been what it's about. So uh, yeah, it's it never has let up really. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, and thinking back to when I was a teenager and in college, um, and seeing what Taylor Bishop is doing, you know, in college. And when, when he's leading our tours, I mean, man, I'm nowhere, I was nowhere near the level that no. he's at <laughs> no. and which, which is amazing. So we're going to have Taylor on sometime, but, uh, he's, that's what a, what a great kid there though. Gives so it's hope, doesn't it? Right. It, it does. Yeah. And when, when people say that, you know, the young people don't care about history or the civil war, I have several examples that I can point people to and say, yeah. well, here's, here's a few right here. So. Um, we should probably do a podcast or a short segment on that one yeah. these days because I, um, I have some insight on that as well. I, I was shocked to go to a Civil War Roundtable Congress and they basically said, don't even waste your time trying to get young people involved. And I just, I shook my head and it's like, yep. you know, if we're going to be old and stodgy and not change the ways that we try to reach out to people, then yes, we're, you know, I can see that. But yeah, that's a whole other topic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. For me, uh, you know, I kind of alluded to it a little bit before. I grew up on a farm, and so we rarely took vacations. And if we did, it was two, three, four mm-hmm. days at the most, uh, because you just couldn't make, break away. We had a couple hundred head of cattle and hundred head of hog, and and six hundred fifty acres of farm to take care of. And so you really couldn't break away. You know, it was uh, mostly my father and my grandfather took care of things. But my my grandparents on a vacation stopped at Gettysburg. Yeah, I said it. I had oh, to. Yes. That, you know, I, I know, right? <laughs> um, and picked me up a copy of Stackpoles, Edward Stackpoles, they met at Gettysburg. And mm-hmm. I, I was like eight or nine. And I took that thing to school. I mean, I was tracing maps and then literally using the symbology on the maps to like recreate new maps with like mm-hmm. fighting battles. It was odd. I don't know. I, I did the same thing that. when I was a kid. So yeah, save so those it, Civil War yeah. trust maps that I used to get in the mail. And oh, yeah, yeah I, I did the same yeah. thing. You kind of move things around and yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and then, you know, because we didn't really take vacations, we would take like Saturday drives though. And so we hit a lot of like Ohio history sites. Mm-hmm. And so probably, you know, I had the love of the civil war, but I actually probably had the Ohio Indian war love more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anthony Wayne, Arthur St. Clair, yep. Josiah Harmar, those guys like 1790s, 
you know, I grew up close to those sites. And um, so we would hit a couple of those things every now and then. And, and so, you know, that was, that was kind of cool. So I've always had that history bug. And then it just, it got worse in college, of course, it, to, you know, better or worse. Uh, I ran in a bunch of guys and, uh, you know, miniatures, historical miniatures gamers. As a matter of fact, I've got some 1140, 1144th scale aircraft on my desk right now. Sorry for the noise uh, that I'm working on a little bit. So I still have that history bug. And so I started gaming. Right. Yeah. And then, so then we got into everything. You named it. We pretty much gamed it. We were even looking at one point at like Tahitian cannibal wars. I'm not making that up. Like, how do we gain that? Like, you know, what would that be like? Um, and so that's, that's kind of how, but you know, as, as much interest as I have in everything else, and I still have several titles on the Ohio Indian wars. And I mean, I, you name a period of American military history. I have been deep dive into it. I mm-hmm. always come back to the civil war. Yeah, always. That's that's kind of right. And it's like one A and one B with the Ohio Indian Wars. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like I said. Uh, every now and then, I'll take a hiatus from the Civil War, but it doesn't last very long. And no, it, there's uh, too always, much. There's always just too much good stuff out there. There right? is. There is there's too much good stuff. So, what about the Western Theater? What what drew you to that? Um, well, um, of course, I, I mentioned that insignificant small college town in South Central. Pennsylvania that after the three days of fighting, nothing really changed. Um, so, you know, I collected tons of Gettysburg books. I mean, I 60 or 70 or 80 of them probably were different, different points. And I've whittled that down. And I think, you know, I started getting more and more interested in just the Western theater, always interested in the civil war as a whole, but just because I could get to a lot of these sites a lot faster. Right. So you talk about time and travel and, and, and those sorts of things, you know, I'm, I'm, two hours and 15 minutes from parable parable mm-hmm. gotta say that the right way um you know an hour from cynthiana and you know five hours from fort donaldson and five and a half from chickamauga chattanooga national military park and so um i, I think that's really started to pull me in and i started leading tours at perryville for my hiking group you know that perryville had expanded and they had about seven miles of trails and i take my hiking group down there we'd hike it and then i they're like asking me about it. So I just started doing that and then um, started to kind of then publicly advertise some of those tours. And then that just took off. Like that was just, I think we had, there was one tour, I think we had 60 or 70 people on it from four years old to probably 70 years old. And I'm like, okay, that's, I'm, I'm loving this. This is awesome. But I think, you know, it's just, you know, proximity, but it's that, it's the other part of it too. It's, it's, and I know I've made this joke before and I'll make it probably several more times, but you know, I'm waiting for volume four of horse poop at Gettysburg to come out <laughs> because you know, you just can't get enough of that. And it's, it don't get me wrong. It is an iconic battlefield. Oh, it, it if is. you're going to get somebody hooked in the civil war, you take them. There, it, it is. It's right? the gateway drug. I mean, that's gateway drug. <laughs> you know, absolutely. It's a gateway drug, the civil war. Um, and so you, you, you take people there, but then those of us who are, I don't know, deep divers, you know, the more you hear about it, the less you want to hear about it. And, um, you know, I, I just think also with more recent books on the Western theater, and again, these are more recent books I've always been drawn to, but you, you throw in Tim Smith and Dave Powell and, and a host of others, but what Dave Powell did for Chickamauga, I mean, that inspired other guys to write about Chickamauga that had not been writing before Mm -hmm. about Chickamauga. So it's, it's, I think some of these Western sites are finally getting their due 
also, and I know I'm long-winded answer, a lot of them aren't, I know some of them are, but a lot of them are still in pretty good shape as compared yeah. to the expanse right. in the East. Unfortunately, Stones River is, is pretty much destroyed. I mean, I think Ranger Lewis said there's less than 20% of that battlefield that's preserved there. But you look at a Chickamauga or a Perryville or a Shiloh, you know, ad nauseum, and most of those sites are fairly, yeah, fairly well preserved. Yeah. Well, well, so, you know, why are you a Western theater junkie? Well, I think for me, it was, uh, you know, when I was a kid and I started getting this interest in the civil war and I started wanting to know what's my family connection to it. And so as I started to learn a little bit about some of my ancestors who were involved, all the battles they were at were things closer to me here, out here in the Western theater. Uh, all of my ancestors served in Kentucky regiments, or uh, there was one that was in a Eastern Tennessee Union regiment, and all of them were were in the West. And mm -hmm. uh, so for me, you know, being a Kentuckian, there's not a lot of examples of Kentucky troops in the East. Very, uh, very just few. Just a couple, right? Yeah. Just a couple. And, yeah. um, but I mean, I, I do love some Eastern battlefields. I love Manassas. Uh, mm -hmm. especially the, the parts for second Manassas. I mean, that is, um, just, I, I hiked that a few years ago and, um, it was, it was just amazing just doing that. Yeah. So, you know, I don't hate the Eastern theater. I, you know, some people think, <laughs> well, if you're focused on the West, you hate the East. No, it's just, I want to focus more on the West because that's Absolutely. where, this is where I live and this is what's close for me. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and let's be honest. I mean, and I, I poked a hole at it, but, you know, I said nothing really changes after Gettysburg. Well, that's kind of true. I mean, the Army of the Potomac rises up, which I think they needed to do by that particular point, but they're still fighting over the same 90 or 100 miles after that, right? And so it, nothing really changes there. Where out here, this is where, this is where the, you know, depending on your point of view, it's where the war is either won or lost. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, I think, that's a big part. That's probably a big part yep. draw for you as well. Yeah. Cause this. I mean, if I'm going to take a busload of kids somewhere, it's, it's gotta be a Western theater site. So we, you know, we went to, we've been to Shiloh and, uh, yeah. wanting to do that again. And we were going to go to Perryville one year, but got stormed out and that wasn't able to happen. <laughs> but, uh, um, so, you know, it's, it's for a lot of it, you know, it's proximity. It's where my, my ancestors, we have those connections, um, as I've been researching my wife's uh, family history, you know, her a uh, lot of her family is from Illinois, Southern Illinois, mm -hmm. and looking at some of these Southern Illinois regiments and you know, where they were at Fort Donaldson, Shiloh, and Vicksburg, and mm -hmm. you know, one day I want to take my boys to go. See, this is where your ancestor fought, not mine, but you know yours, um, <laughs> and you know this is this is where you know, they were, and uh, yeah. and, and a plus for me too, you know, being from Kentucky, a border state my ancestors are split. You know, I've got mm -hmm. half are Confederate, half are union. And in one instance, the, the daughter of the Confederate married, a, a the son of a union soldier. So, um, <laughs> you know, that, that happened afterwards. So, uh, but yeah, it's in for me too. And it's, it's the, it's, it's where, if I had to say where I thought it was won or lost, I would have to say it would, you know, it'd be out here. Um, yeah. so yeah. Um, but I, I do love watching the movie Gettysburg, uh, sure. You know, I do love going to Gettysburg, even though last time I was there, I got stung by something, <laughs> something flew up my shorts and stung me. And yeah, but, well, they knew you're a Western theater guy. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Um, 
yeah so but yeah, it's i don't want anybody to you know get that idea in their head but it's just no, this I, where we choose to focus you know if that's right if you're as an historian you got to focus on something i feel like mm -hmm. and this is for me this this is it so it's no, what you, i'm doing you mentioned two things there um one, I didn't get into my ancestor stuff until the last you know, five or six years. Never mm -hmm. even thought about it. Never even looked. Of course, with a last name like Smith, it's not always it's easy not to be. find that direct relationship. I even got some Smiths in my. my yeah. <laughs> and that so, was, you know, I, I, my first guy that I found who is a, like a direct ancestor, like he served a whopping five weeks in the three month version of the 13th Ohio Infantry discharged, I think, for illness, went home and then lived well into the 1900s. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's that's something to hang my hat on. I have found others. I have a, a what is it? How do you say it? Second great granduncle or third, whatever it is, mm -hmm. uh, who fought in the 35th Ohio and mm -hmm. was wounded in the left leg at Chickamauga on September 20th, 1863, probably in Kelly Field since he's got a leg wound. Mm -hmm. um, and then he comes back home to Preble County. He's one of the Preble County boys from that particular regiment. And he, uh, he, he has a long and productive life thereafter as well. And I've got a, some of the peripheries, some, a couple on my mom's side, uh, Indiana regiment particularly, mm -hmm. but he, he was sick for 24 months. I mean, like he never was serving. He was always right. every, every card is, you know, uh, it's a like hospital. hospital. Yep. Yeah. I've got his um, service records, like a hundred pages of affidavits going back and forth saying how sick he was and all these doctors and all these buddies from the regiment writing. And it's just like, Oh my gosh. So, um, so you, you know, I, that's, that's part of it. And then uh, I lost my other point there. It made a comment about, um, Oh yeah. The Eastern theater, like, Antietam, you know, I've hiked every mm -hmm. trail at Antietam, including up on top of that mountain. Yeah, I've hiked from Crampton's Gap up through Foxes to Turner's and back in the same day, uh, about 15 miles round trip. So I love Antietam. Yeah. Uh, and you mentioned Second Manassas and yeah, spot on there. I, that's that's one of those battlefields that was closer. I would be totally into that. With, oh, yeah. you know, the whole Pope story. Man, that's just that fascinates me there. Yeah. So like and jumping into second Manassas here, but uh, several, like my second year of teaching, I had a student that, uh, whose ancestor was in the 14th Tennessee, which was a Western mm -hmm. Tennessee regiment, but was serving in the army of Northern Virginia. One yeah. of the three Tennessee regiments to serve the entire war in the East. Um, yeah. And so she gave me a copy of his diary. And uh, so when I was at second Manassas, I went to the spot where they were at, where the 14th, where Archer's Brigade was at, and uh, not Archer's, <laughs> I can't remember well, the name of the, I can't remember Archer's the, Brigade at Gettysburg. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. remember the name of the brigade commander then, but uh, stood in the in the place where he was wounded, and, uh, you know, got a spitball, hit him in the neck, and that knocked him out for several weeks, and he okay. ended up missing Antietam as a consequence of that. But, yeah, so uh getting really there on, on eastern stuff so i guess we better yeah, we did, bring it we back to the I west edit that part out you know what i'm saying so i think that just shows i gotta i love the entire learning about the entire civil mm -hmm. war but the west that's just what i want to focus on absolutely absolutely yeah. all right so i'm going to jump i'm going to steal your topic here that you, you came up with but um what, what is your biggest interest in the western theater like what, what do you focus on is battles yeah. personalities something else I, I love looking at Kentucky regiments. That is one of my biggest things and tracing their steps and going to the spots where they were at, if, if able, uh, you know, at, at battlefields. 
Um, and along with that is, you know, I love the learning about the, the guerrilla warfare aspect, uh, which is in the partisan warfare, which is, that's what my book's about. So, uh, that, that drew me in. And, uh, but if I got to talk about mention a battle, that is the one that I just keep going back to, and it, it's gotta be shallow. I mean, just going to that battlefield every single time is it's, it's an experience. And, um, I think I have every single book ever written on Shiloh. I mean, it's just, <laughs> I just, I can't get enough of that place. And, you know, and for me too, it's, um, I have some distant cousins that were there and, um, my know, three times great grandfather, he wasn't not old enough yet to, to serve, but he had two older brothers there in the 26th Kentucky and mm-hmm. they were both killed on the second day. Um, yeah. and I think that was in, um, uh, what was the name of that field? It was right in front of the Washington artillery. Uh, they're charging across there and I, the name of it escapes me, but, um, yeah, so that, that, that's one reason, you know, just being able to go to these places, going to the spot where the 17th Kentucky was another local regiment. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, they were a first day and second day Kentucky regiment, um, on the union side. So it's shallow is that, that's, that's the place for me. But so what about you? Ooh, um, well, I've always been a battles kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the more tactical detail, the better. I just can't get enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can call me pendanted and I don't care. I really don't. <laughs> um, I try not to be, you know, too detailed when doing tours cause you got to weave a lot of the stories. But for me, you know, the, again, the more tactical, you're starting to get more into those first person accounts and that's where the connection we can still make today for me still resides. You, you know, and again, I'll, I'll go back to Stuart's talk at, at the aftermath and how he's describing things that are happening to local civilians and the impact there. And I think mm-hmm. everybody who can hear him speak about that, you can relate to that, right? You yeah. can relate to seeing, you know, uh, a soldier's hand sticking up, not because we've seen a soldier's hand, but we can image a soldier's hand sticking up out of the grave because he was dug so shallow. Right. And then the local hogs ate him up. I mean, like that's, that's some real stuff. Right. And so I'm definitely drawn in, into the battles and tactics always have been the last few years. I've been grabbing more biographies, um, figure out, I probably need to know a little bit more about some of these, you know, commanders, uh, mm-hmm. as much as possible. Um, and, and, you know, just trying to get a, a, a better feel for, well, you know, just, just a better feel, you know, overall. Right. Um, but you know, I, you know, again, a, a book can't be long enough for me. I'll, yeah. I'll just say it that way. Like it literally can't be long enough. You know, Dave Powell's Chickamauga trilogy. I think he told me once that they were going to be 800 pages each. And of course, you know, editing. God love Ted Savas. He needs to you know, keep <laughs> keep that marketing and the editing yeah. in line, yeah. right? Uh, has to do that. But like, I, I'm like, I want to see the rest, right? I, I want to. You're reading you know, that 800 page book. I mean, that's a you're gonna get a workout yeah. lifting that thing up. You're getting a workout, yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely dual getting a workout. So you know, it used to be like I said, and it still is. You know, when I do tours and talks, you know, I focus still a lot on on obviously battles and and even when I'm doing cemetery tours and talking about the men in the cemetery. I'm always relating a little bit about their regiment, a little bit about what that regiment was doing just to give people kind of like that context in terms of the war. Um, so, you know, battles has always been the thing, you know, mm-hmm. you, you mentioned Shiloh, I, you know, I've been there once. I was there with you as a matter of yep. fact, a few years back, and that's an amazing place. There's no doubt about it. Everybody told me it was, and I, 
I thought, well, it can't be any better than, you know, anything else, but it's, it's just different, right? It's just different. Even just from how they mark the, how they mark the battlefield, it's, right? It's it, just, that spoiled me. Like, I go to other yeah, battlefields. It's well thought out. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, they did a great job when they organized that park, no doubt mm -hmm. about it. Um, and there is something about Fort Donaldson. Don't know yep. what it is. You know, it's a second generation park. There's two monuments on the entire battlefield. It's, you know, it's, it, well, you know, a large portion of the battle, of course, are recovering some of it, which is great, but you know, they never, they never preserved the breakout, which was a huge mistake. Mm -hmm. Just didn't do it. But this is also the 1920s, 1930s. Like, right. you know, not a lot of money going on. A lot on had happened. A lot's going on. Right. Yeah. And of course, most of the veterans are gone. So they can't, and, or the, you know, they're too old to travel. Mm -hmm. They really can't point things out like, well, we fought here and we were mm -hmm. there. You didn't have that like you did at the, at the five, you know, big parks that we have today. Yeah. But there's something about Fort Donaldson. It's just, it keeps pulling me. You know, it's the combination of the naval aspect, the, the view that you get, you know, from the river batteries. Um, and, and I just, you know, I've walked, I've walked the breakout, breakthrough. I've walked every trail. I think one day I did a nine mile loop. I actually walked the driving tour one day um, just to get a feel for the terrain. It's mm -hmm. got an interesting terrain, yeah. personalities, four Confederate breeder generals that, you know, which way do they go? Which way yeah. do they go? Uh, and it's just all these fascinating stories and it's early and right. it's That's the important it all. and it's, yeah. you know, until seven weeks later, there are a lot of casualties at Fort Donaldson that get over overshadowed by a little place called Shiloh. Mm -hmm. So if Shiloh had not happened, I think we would be, you know, we have Fort Donaldson would probably be a nas na massive national battlefield right now. Yeah. Um, but it gets overshadowed, but you know, it's, it's, it's just got so many fascinating stories. Some guy named Hiram Ulysses Grant fights there. I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah you heard of that guy? Yeah. yeah, I need to learn about yeah, him. Yeah, right. So, so yeah, it, that one, that's a good one. Of course, Perryville, right? Uh, oh, yeah. You know, yeah, Perryville. I mean, that's, you, you that's my new love. <laughs> that is, that place is amazing. Um, yeah. You know, the first time I went there, it was, I think it was 98 acres. And I think there's, including what's under easement it's like 13 or 1400 acres now it's yeah. just amazing and right and um you know you just you can pick a spot you're not going to hardly find anybody out there and you can pick a spot and just you, know, you grab half endorphers or nose book and you're just sitting there reading and it's just fantastic stuff right so uh daryl let's let's talk about some of the events we got on the horizon uh we've yeah. got uh, a symposium um, there's some other things possibly in the works. So, uh, yeah. tell us a little yeah. bit about some of that. Well, um, well, we definitely have this, you know, the Perryville symposium. I know you and I, we've done, we've done Richmond twice as a joint tour a couple years. And, you know, we kind of got away from that last year and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe we'll get back down there again. Yeah. I think, you know, it, it's, it, it's a neat site. It's, it's kind of difficult and easy to tour at the same time. And I know that's, doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but you got to want to go and you got, right. I think you have to make, you know, the connection from big Hill all the way up to the cemetery in Richmond yeah. and, yeah. and, and really even farther go up to Clay's Ferry and what, whatnot. But, <clears throat> um, you know, we've, we've been down to Mumfordville and, and, and Teb's Bend and, and we've, we've had some, we didn't, we didn't lead tours there, but we had some fantastic hosts from that, that particular, those particular tours. And, I've been chatting with some folks about just putting together some other things and you know, I don't want to get, let those cats out of the bag yet. Cause those are far, 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 far mm -hmm. away. Um, but you know, I, I would love to do like a half day rallet station tour and yeah, talk and, 
and and not to drop his name because I you know I, he's kind of told me yes, but you know get Michael Peak involved, of course get the local folks there involved, and they're they all seem to be up for it, right? Yeah. Love to do that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I know you and I, we've talked about some other things too, just things we'd like to do and, and, and get those out there. And we, we, we've got a Western Kentucky tour sometime that we, we really need yeah. to have put yep. together and we got to figure out the logistics for that one and, and kind of go from there. But, um, you know, I, I attended the Fort Donaldson symposium last weekend. This is, a, this is their second one that they've had. And it's a, it's a Saturday of talks. It's a handful of speakers that talk. They also have tons of relics and, and whatnot there and some book, book folks, uh, selling mm -hmm. books and those types of things. They have it there at the Stewart County visitor center, which is a, it's a great facility. It just mm -hmm. doesn't have the parking, but yeah. it's a great facility, you know, newer building and plenty of space. They had probably a hundred ish yeah. people attend yeah. uh, this year. Um, I know John Walsh said he had put out something like 90 chairs and he put out like another 25 and, that's 115 where I come from. And there were some gaps. So I'd say there's probably about hundred people there yeah. all together and, and a handful of speakers doing a variety of topics, um, which I, you know, was well received, I think mm -hmm. by all in attendance, um, which is fantastic, it, you know, and not again, not to get ahead of the game too much. And, you know, I had a really, really brief conversation with, with some of the local folks there, Greg Biggs in particular, particular, maybe doing, you know, like a Western theater symposium, yeah. you know, where, when all those things, no idea. That's all prelim. I, I know Greg wants to get with you and I and a, and a host of others and, and talk about that. And, and, and much like this podcast, I mean, I think the opportunities are endless um, <clears throat> from even just from a, you know, a variety of speakers, right? Yeah. Just from, from that aspect alone. So I have no idea anything else. And I don't want to, I certainly don't want to say this is our idea. It certainly is not. Uh, this is Greg Biggs and, and whoever he's been speaking with and talking to. So um, hopefully you and I will get down there and we'll, we'll meet with Greg on some, some Saturday and bang out some ideas and, and kind of go from there. You know, we got 5,000 people, over 5,000 people on the Facebook group. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's a reason, right? There's a reason why they're there. They have an interest in the Western theater, one shape, form, or another. And, you know, it, it, just, it just speaks to the interest. Right. Of Western theater. Yeah. Right. It, it, it just speaks to the interest. And, and I also think that, you know, not to get down again, we could probably have a whole nother podcast on this, but not to get down the whole myth busting yeah. rabbit hole, <clears throat> but we have a lot of things that folks really need to be educated on. We, oh, we yeah. still yeah. see some interesting comments from time to time on the Facebook group that it's just been proven time and time again, that, that, that that's not accurate information. But Daryl Forrest well, yeah. really, <clears throat> said he told Bragg he was going to kill him. No, see, no, no, he let's, he let's say that one I, more time. I read it somewhere. Forrest never most likely <laughs> proven by David Powell in his third volume of his Chickamauga trilogy, never probably had that conversation. The story comes from really late post-war. Yeah. Like a lot of these myths do. Yeah. They come several decades after the war. And well, there's another one that we didn't, I don't, I, you know, I had to drop off that last uh, podcast recording because I had some technical difficulties. But, you know, the, the story about the bands playing at Stones River. Yeah. Right. Dan's got uh, some most likely a myth, folks. Um, yeah. The story comes from uh, one recollection. If you look at any of the books where it references, it comes from that one recollection. And uh, there's no 
contemporary accounts that that corroborate that story so it's it's yeah it's so myth busting right i think we need to have a mythbusters episode we probably could have have our own version of mythbusters and uh yes right right we won't be proving anything true i think we'll be maybe proving some things false yeah acoustic shadow my horse's butt so. (laughs) (laughs) um so some of those things and i know you and i we live four hours apart. So it's very difficult for us to coordinate things. And, um, you know, as you mentioned, you've got the, you've got the two young boys and a, and a better half, uh, like I do. So sometimes it's just difficult to, you know, a two man band and, you know, we, we have help also admitting this, admitting, administrating, I can't speak yeah, to Tim, that. Tim helps a lot. Uh, Tim helps a lot. And yeah. so it's, but you know, when you're talking about organizing myths and or myths, organizing events and whatnot. So, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to throw this out there because it's episode one, folks, if you have an event that's Western theater related, if you don't even want to post it yourself, just send us the, send us the details, right? We want to cross pollinate. We want to really get people involved in knowing there's a lot that's going on out there. There are tons of events and there's just a slew of things, but it's just Derek and I really kind of mostly Derek driving the events on the website. And so if we have that information kind of given to us, then we can get that stuff posted easily as opposed to us trying to go out there and search for things. Mm-hmm. So we really want to be, um, I can't even think of the term I want to use there, but kind of like the repository of information for people yeah. to be able to, to go to one stop, hopefully our website and go, Oh man, look at all these things that are yeah. going on yeah. and, and, you know, gravitate to. So. Yeah, for sure. So Daryl, um, I think, uh, I can maybe say this for both of us, but if you are still listening, man, we do, do we really appreciate it <laughs> and, uh, and good on you. <laughs> you got to listen to us to ramble and, and talk civil war. We, we really appreciate you doing that. So if you enjoyed this episode and any of the episodes that are coming after this, we do ask you to please subscribe, uh, drop us a, a five-star rating on whatever app it is that you use. Uh, because that does help it become more visible, helps us uh, figure out the algorithm a little bit and helps people find uh, the show. So, uh, and that's how people are going to learn more about the Western theater. So rate, share, comment. I mean, whatever you got to do for us to get it out there, we'd really appreciate it. So something about the algorithms, uh, when you give a five-star rating, it helps the podcast appear higher so more people can find it. So not because we're we're worthy of five stars. It is more of just trying to help others. That's right. The podcast. That's right. So. We we want to showcase some of these experts that we have on there. So that's mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's what we're going for. Uh, so uh, if if you're online, which I assume everyone is here that's listening, uh, we ask you to visit us at our website, which is westerntheatercivilwar.com, and on there you can find the blog posts, information about the upcoming events and upcoming uh, podcast episodes. And also look for us on social media. Uh, we do have a Twitter account uh, that you can, or X, whichever it is you follow, uh, where you want to call it. And you can search for us on there. Just type in the at symbol, then Western Theater. And uh, also, you, you got to join our Facebook group. Um, it's it's not a Facebook page. Uh, it's a group. So we, we made it a group so that everyone can participate and comment and post. Um, the, the more the merrier. And uh, so there you, the listener and fellow Western theater student can be a part of this amazing community that we've got going on here. So uh, do check us out on all those. And uh, we, we really do think that 
There is no better civil war group on Facebook. <laughs> Absolutely. Now keep in mind that when you join that group, there's a couple little rules that you, we do want you to follow. One, we want you to, uh, you know, acknowledge the couple of rules that we put up there, but you know, we want to talk about Western theater. We don't want to talk about modern discussion. This is about deep diving into Western right. theater. So, you know, if you put a, put something out there, like everybody hates brag, well, you better have about a million sources to back that up because that one's been um, pretty much thrown by the way, wayside as well. Yeah. But open to the conversation, of course, just, you know, keep it if factual. If you want to ask the question, why do yeah. people think that? Well, there you go. Yes. You, you'll we get can, right then we can delve in and have some fun with that, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, we we keep it very civil. Um, you know, that we, we admin the group. We kind of keep an eye on it, make sure that, you know, it stays civil and, and kind of go from there. And like I said, we have over 5,000 members on that group. So uh, I think it's just Western Theater Civil War or something like that, I yep. believe. Yep. Um, yeah. So you can, you should be able to find that really easy on Facebook. So, and, and also look for us on our personal uh, socials. We've, uh, we'll, we, we link a lot of stuff on there too. So Daryl, where can we find you at? Well, I'm, I'm on Twitter, but I rarely post. I got to be honest with you. It's uh, Ohio Perryville or Ohio Perryville, one of the two. Um, I use LinkedIn a little bit more. Um, I know I'm using it mostly for work, but I will cross post some of the blogs and whatnot that I'm active in. And I, I do blog for Civil War Augusta on occasion. Mm -hmm. uh, there's also the Perryville Ponderings yeah. um, blog, which, you know, kind of slow start, but Jamie Gillum has done a great job of jumping in there and, yeah. and adding yeah. a lot of content. Uh, we'll get some more things going on with that because we want to have something kind of specific to Perryville. Mm -hmm. um, and then, geez, oh, Pete, I, I got a couple of Facebook pages as well. But realistically, most of my energy is uh, either with the Western Theater stuff, uh, the aforementioned, or you can, you know, find me on westwalkingwithhistory.com. All right. So uh, I'm not on let's Hey, mention yours. Yeah. Kentucky Civil War author. Right? Yeah. So I'm a... Uh... I, I think I'm on LinkedIn, but it's one of those things I've, I've never really used it. So, yeah. uh, not too active <laughs> on there. Uh, I do do a lot on, uh, on Instagram. Uh, you can look for that on there. Uh, just search for Kentucky civil war and you'll, you'll find that, um, on Twitter or X, you can look for Kentucky CW, uh, Kentucky civil war is too long of a, a name for that. So I had to shorten that up a little bit. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you can find us on Facebook and, um, my personal website, Kentucky, uh, civil war author, you can, uh, I haven't really updated any, done any blog posts on there in a long time, just because the energy shifted to the Western theater civil war site. And, um, really all I'll be putting on there is some updates about the book, you know, whenever that comes out. Yes. But there's a lot of previous content on there though. There is fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. you got to, even if you, even if you don't necessarily go and follow it, I mean, it's, it's always worth just going on looking to see what kind of blog posts you already have out there. So yep. Yep. absolutely encourage people to do that. Uh, you know, I, I, I remember that you had posted one about, I think it was middle Creek. Uh, yep. If I yep. remember correctly. And I had to go back and I'm doing, you know, I'm playing around, doing some searches because of some re recent stuff I was working on middle Creek and I'm like, Oh yeah, I forgot. I made a comment on, on Derek's <laughs> post way back in the day about middle Creek. So um, yeah, it, it, it's whether he is actively updating it now, uh, there's still a ton of old content, older content on there, previous content, previous, probably a better yeah. term. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, uh, thank you for tuning in with us and, uh, be sure to definitely look out for episode number two. Uh, we have a, 
three-part series coming out with Dan Masters on the Battle of Stones River that we think you are really going to enjoy. And uh, so keep a lookout for that. And uh, please share this episode and let people know that, that we're out here now. So uh, you guys, uh, thanks again for, for being here with us. Yes. Thank you very much, folks. 